Hello and welcome to Thursday Lines. I'm your host for today, Nikki. Joining me is MG and Top Rope. Uh, Thursday Lines is proudly brought to you by Little Betty TV, Hunting Form, Topsport.com.au and The Comics Lounge. MG, have you missed me? I was on a little... Of course we have. <laughs> yes. How was that? Yes, you've had to. Uh, we've had big job to push Scooty back out of the chair. He got comfortable real quick hosting the last two weeks. He does. Uh, he certainly misses hosting. And it's mm. been a hot chair this year. You've pushed out OB, and now you've pushed out Scoot again. But uh, how was Italy? I know we've got that. We had the longer version before we come on the show, but just for the punters that uh, that haven't travelled Italy of late, you just tore it up for two weeks. Yeah, it was fabulous. Um, we spritzed our way through it. Ate a lot of um, really nice food. Weather was perfect. Got to see all the sights. Um, obviously, we didn't miss an NRL game, <laughs> if you noticed. Yes. <laughs> we were watching those. Um, it was great. Yeah, it was a really, really nice trip. Good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> now you're right back for the uh, the uh, prelim finals and the spring carnival, oh. as we were talking earlier. It's just uh, in full swing. Got to uh, come back for what matters. At the moment. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, so in the AFL, Nick, we're down to the last four. I know you've, uh, you know, you've been watching and stuff like that, but uh, your second team, Carlton, just yep. uh, sort of ponied up strong. So, uh, yeah, we'll discuss those in more mm-hmm. details coming up. But, yeah, we have our uh, last four teams. We've got Collingwood and the Giants and Brisbane playing Carlton. So, uh, the AFL set for the last four and the same with the NRL. Oh, and the NRL. It was interesting. I was thinking about that the other day, actually. So, obviously, the top four teams in the, in the NRL are the ones yep. that are left, but we've got two that fell outside of their four for the AFL, which... um. Yeah, mixing it up. Yeah, which is quite good, actually. I'm quite surprised. But, I mean, we had that combo before. I said, imagine if it's all the interstate teams that make it in both codes and they'd be absolutely reeling if that happens. So, yeah, there's um, some uh, there's, yeah, top rope. There's some big money games for uh, both codes this week. They uh, There's some big winners and big losers for the franchises. Uh, yeah, I would have thought so. I, I, you know, it's been hard to get by. Obviously, New South Wales has been swept up in GWS Giants fever. But, uh yeah, so we get some breakthrough here for the NRL, but uh, um, nah, absolutely some winners and losers in terms of um, these broadcast rights, TV ratings, all, all that kind of stuff. I'm the, the yeah, most popular team in Australia, sports and broadcast, and the, the NRL has been lacking significantly since not only about not been kind of contending for grand finals, but fell off the face of the map over the last three or four years. So um, great to have been back. You know, the Penrith story kind of speaks for itself. You know, looking a bit on the first team, there's 983 win, win three straight premierships. The other two winners, you know, obviously New Zealand, Waz, Philly, but yeah, huge story in New Zealand. Uh, yeah, the, it, it's stunning to think that the Warriors are a bigger story in New Zealand now than, than the All Blacks during the World Cup, but, you know, quite unquestionably true. But how that translates to Australia, you know, I'm, I'm not sure that the, the NRL will necessarily be cheering on the, the Warriors on. Melbourne's always been a, a kind of maligned, uh, maligned team in, in Sydney, and uh, you know, no Pappenhausen declining, kind of standing in the game. I think they're the one team that the uh, NRL would probably be hoping is not in the greater final. Yeah, I would agree with her. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the AFL obviously uh, praying for the Collingwood Carlton. Uh, Oh, Grand yeah. final. They couldn't get any the better than that. And they that certainly is... don't want Brisbane playing no, 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 the Giants. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who uh, to rock up and get a ticket for that. But yeah, so there's some big swings coming up for big uh, both codes uh, yeah. on prelim weekend. Yeah, 100%. Give me a little rundown of what I missed in the AFL last weekend. Yeah, well, we had uh, the two semi finals mm-hmm. uh, going on, and um, yeah, Carlton. Uh, 
unbelievable win, really. Um, won 73 to 71 against Melbourne, who, uh, geez, beyond shot themselves in the foot. It was, uh, yeah, quite a disgraceful performance, really, in uh, terms of kicking. Not the first time this year. In fact, both finals, Melbourne, uh, they should have beaten Collingwood the week uh, prior and had the week off, so they really shouldn't have even been in this contest. Mm. Uh, they should have had the week off. Poor kicking. They've done it two weeks in a row, six times for the year now. They've lost. Uh, a game directly through poor kicking. Um, clearly don't practice it down at the club. Care factor must be low on it. Uh, most important part of the game and they don't seem to give uh, two shillings about it. So very disappointing for Melbourne. They've got a lot of uh, soul searching to do in the off season and uh, I think they carried on with it after the loss as well that, um, you know, their, their coach and also some of their uh, senior club members coming out and trying to pin on uh, the loss of Brayshaw the week before. Oh, so, you know, they're professional footballers at business end of the season. They really should have got the job done. So, yep. yeah, they're going to have a long off season, Melbourne, whereas uh, Carlton took their chances and, you know, the Carlton's really stood up because they had uh, two or three major injuries during the game. Um, both Akers and Doherty uh, had injuries and really stood up. Cripps is obviously playing hurt, which will carry over to this week. Uh, but yeah, Carlton's uh, effort can't be underestimated. And in front of the uh, largest home and away crowd, 96,000 at the MCG, and it was rocking. So a uh, great atmosphere. And yeah, the AFL will definitely be cheering for <laughs> Collingwood Carlton grand final. In the other match, uh, the upset against continues. So mm -hmm. we did, two outsiders won uh, for the weekend. And GWS got the job done 93 to 70. Never really in at Port Adelaide. And if GWS had kicked straight towards the End of the second quarter, the game would have been uh, totally out of reach, but uh, they didn't kick straight. And then when Port were coming late, they couldn't kick straight either. So missed opportunities a bit for both. But, yeah, the Giants were unbelievable. Went into Port Adelaide uh, against a raucous crowd, got the job done. And now they get to come to the MCG against Collingwood this week in uh, probably one of the biggest crowds they've played in yeah. other than their grand final appearance. So, um, yeah, the Giants, both Giants and Carlton, unbelievable form yeah. um, their last three months. So... And they've got no pressure on themselves. But, yeah, we'll go through them in a bit more detail later of uh, how they match up. But, yeah, they, they're going to uh, have big jobs to back up after last week's performances. Oh, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> Top row. Obviously, I caught the games a little bit. Um, my poor baby, so I didn't get the job done. Walk me through how, the, how you saw those two games. Yeah, the, the, the Friday night game saw the, the Storm host the Roosters. All massive favourites with the injury toll hit the roots of them. We got to a good start, but um, game marred by controversy, some some bewildering decisions from Ashley Kai. He subsequently been dropped, but uh, um, he he must have been the only person in the world to have seen um, to have seen Harry Gray catch the ball. He clearly knocked it on from everyone as James says, thirty metres away set, and then uh, the forehand at the end of the game is the non-call. On the head on tackle on Harry Bam, which was utterly disgraced. That is absolutely a referee putting his, putting his whistle in the pocket and not making a call he would have made in the previous 75 minutes because the game wasn't on the line if it wasn't set So, absolutely disgraceful decision. Bruce uh, is very plucky. They came back at uh, 13 12. I mean, Sam Walker's had a tough few kind of off the field, oh, on the field, but uh, he's with his top of his files. He was fantastic. But who else but Cam Munster at the death? Uh, puts in a wonderful kick. Uh, Will Warbrick jumps up uh, and takes a spectacular catch to score the new try and send the storm through. It was a, a spectacular finish. And you know, for all the the knocks on Klein last match, but yeah, the bad call did kind of even themselves out over the game. But it was it was just a pirate referee, and and it should put the fear of going to the NRL. 
because that is exactly what the NRL cannot afford to do. There's, there's perception out there that slaying referees is bad for the NRL. I, I, I don't disagree with that at all, but there's going to be some accountability given to these guys. And yeah, all people expect, no one expects perfection from a referee on the field. They expect perfection from the bunker. They don't expect perfection from someone on the field. What they expect is a referee to just go and adjudicate the game, call what he sees, and, and do it consistently from minute one to minute 80. What, what, what just drives fans and say is, is 12 six again in the first 15 minutes, and then we don't see it again for the next 65 minutes. Or head high tackles being penalised and singing and all the other early Victor Adderley one, and, 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 and nothing nothing happening this time. But it's just bewildering. So, um, I'll, I'll look, I think... Melbourne would have deserved a winner, so they got to worry if that one in the other roosters would run there, but probably the slayers for the slaughter this week. In the other game, uh, a couple of fair cow teams, New Zealand and Newcastle, no one had them uh if you had them making the the uh the finals. What nice coming back of ten straight wings, the Warriors kind of faltering a bit towards the back end of the season, but boy, why were they impressive? All the ten wins over Newcastle. Absolutely put a hatchet job on on the nights it was. Uh, from go to work. Sean Johnson played was magnificent. They just walked all through the Knights, and yeah, the Knights might have played their grand final the week prior uh, from a big home crowd. Um, so there's Canberra. So uh, yeah, Warriors probably will get to those guys a bit later on. But maybe the better one, better better bits of the underdogs this week. But uh, uh, yeah, it was a super impressive win. And in terms of yeah, important wins in in, in history, New Zealand rugby league. That is number one. That is absolutely the important victory in the history of that. Well, they made two grand finals before, but never has the club been as popular as it is now. Yeah, and it's good. It's great Like because you need that. You want that for all the clubs. Like you want any interstate clubs, any um, and especially for the Warriors, to have that support because otherwise, um, you know, it's not truly the game unless you've got people rocking up to every game. But, yeah, I mean, I love the Warriors. I like the way they play. I mean, part of me says that if it was the Warriors and, and, Pen- and Penrith in the final, It'd just be the bro show, right? Like it'd be great. They'd hit each other, but Penrith would obviously come off the winners there. Um, but you know, like it would be good. Whereas Fantastic. I think the Bron- I think the Broncos and the Penrith matchup would be quite different in terms of the style they play. Um, and that'd just be an origin showdown, right? Like that'd just be remake of origin. So which one do the NRL want more? Um, probably not the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, they want no they want the Broncos, just the best teams. You, you think about what the betting line would be if it was Panthers, Warriors, a lot of be. Four and fifteen and a half. Panthers, Broncos. It's probably three or four and a half. So, um, yeah, it's going to be uh, a, a close, uh, yeah, a close run thing that that Broncos Warriors game. But yeah, that's the great. Yeah, what the NRL does better than any sport outside, probably the NFL, is, is create parity, and they do it. Yeah, funnily enough, by not having a draft, and, and I know everyone goes draft. What you don't, what you just don't get in the NRL is teams bottoming out. And, and trying to win one or two games, tanking, you know, doing what West Coast and North Melbourne, I don't know if North Melbourne would deliberately do it, but West Coast certainly appeared to be deliberately doing it. Um, but you just don't get that. And teams can go from quite a lasty first pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, it's a good, yeah, it's a good news story enough for the Warriors that, that proper salary cap, proper salary cap enforcement is great for the game and, and kind of really needs to be factored in when they're kind of looking at that CBA and not go too high. So you price and tend to let the Warriors out of the night. I had a question for you too. Um, I noticed that as we were, because um, obviously we were watching all the, um, on the NRL pass, the 360 pass, that you can watch the games overseas. Um, 
they've been advertising the NFL on in the NRL breaks, which they haven't been doing before. So I just wondered if that was something to do with the, um, I don't know, I've never noticed it before, but, yeah, but they've been advertising all the NFL games on it um, and then just the scores and prices and stuff like that, which which pretty good. Like if that's going to tie in and if they're doing that in America as well, it would be great for the NRL. There's a, there's, a, there's a natural synergy there, right, between the NRL and that. So that, they're kind of that. There's a similarity between the games that, that you know, yeah, could appeal to a certain extent. I think I'm not convinced that, yeah, the NRL is going to strike the gold. I think they're going to strike when they go to Las Vegas next year. But I never want to shy away from a jacket. And so, what oh, I'm right with you, mate. If you're going, I'm coming. I'm your assistant. We're going. <laughs> Please, anyone get tickets ready? You're the one talking private jets and tickets. I'm, uh, I'm your assistant. <laughs> That's my job is to get us there. Okay, the two Knicks on tour. What could be love better? It. Love it. <laughs> All right. Be two Knicks leave, one returns. I <laughs> Won't be to this. There's a tip. Take good health insurance. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, health insurance doesn't cover trips with Nicky Sylvester. That's true. It's always in the fine print top right? <laughs> Our favourite sport, the NFL, where we've got, you know, the Kelsey boy and Taylor Swift. We've covered all that. This is amazing. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, so we've got um, week three kicks off tomorrow, 10, 15 a.m. with the Giants and the 49ers, your team, their top rope. How have you found the NFL to start with? Yeah, it's been good. Look, the season's where you kind of actually it makes you coined by uh, – yeah, or he's zigging when people are zagging. So that's been, been helpful. It's always a good time to be yeah, back the underdogs, teams with bad losses, all that kind of thing. Um, yeah, look here tomorrow. Uh, yeah, the, the line's big enough. Those about the 40 hours last week, well, they were laying seven and a half. And good luck to you if you're still alive because the Rams took a late field goal with about four seconds to go. Like, you possibly say the right thing to do, except there was no time for the kickoff afterwards. So covered the spread for the Rams, made the made the final score seven. So absolutely one of the sickest bets of all time from the four units. Uh so probably deserved a little bit of luck for bears this week. I yeah, I think the number might be a little large in this one. The undefeated teams in about scored opponents by twenty five plus in the first two weeks, fifteen, twenty eight, and two against the spread, but can't be hugely confident at the Giants, especially with no especially with no seat on Bart ladies out there for a while. But one bit I do like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all in the over in this one. Over hits at 60, 60.3% when underdogs are off a win. And at 77.48 when a home over to three and a half or more in weeks three or four. So, uh, yeah, quite like the over in this one. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The over's there for top rope. I think the 49ers will, 49ers will dish him up. Top rope's playing that game down. <laughs> as we see now in the NFL to win it, we've got a new favourite top rope, your team, the 49ers now. Heading the way he goes. On top in betting at 7.25. McCaffrey's running right up and down the park and he'll oh, do he's that. Oddie. He's the hottie. He'll he? do that on Friday. Uh, the Chiefs now just replaced as uh, favourites at 7.50. The Eagles uh, defending champs at 8.50. Uh, sorry, not defending champs. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, very good start. Their defence is on fire at 8.75. Ravens at 10. Bills at 11. Uh, the Dolphins, that was... Uh, of an outsider from me, they're going well. Two and zero star, twelve dollars, and then it gets out quickly. A few key injuries as well. Top rope. There's a few sides in uh, early debacle. I think the jet. Well, the Jets started at eleven or thirteen dollars at the start of the year. Are they the ones that lost Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. if you're picking one from this uh, point on, top rope, who you got? Look, if I was picking one from here, I'd, I'd be probably taking the Dallas Cowboys. That's mm. so I think. Um, I think the NFC, I think the, the path to the Super Bowl is much clearer through the NFC than there's the AFC. I, I really think there's two. Yeah, but it's just just three standard teams. I'm not sure Philadelphia 
are going to be there when the whips are cracking. I think it's a race between the 49ers and the Cowboys. I see the 49ers probably have a slight edge in their offense everywhere except quarterback. I think, was, I think we still got a bit sad, Brock, where he missed. He missed some big passes last week, and they're winning on yeah, a great running game. They're winning on great coaching. They're winning on, on defense. But I think I think it's something to prove for Purdy, where I think Prescott, I think Prescott's kind of been there, done that. And I know he hasn't gone all the way, and there's a few knocks in for that. I, I'd probably rather have the Cowboys than, than, than the Niners right now, but I think. But I'd, they're the two. Well, on the, on the AFC, you're looking at the Bills, the Ravens. Yeah, there are probably a few other teams in there. That, yeah, obviously the Chiefs. Yeah, was, the Bengals are in pretty core in the first two weeks, but you know it's still a third bar and team who's kind of been to deep into a player, big player front of the last two years. So, yeah, I wouldn't be, wouldn't be knocking them either. What about you? Who would you be backing? Uh, I'm pretty happy with how Miami Dolphins started. I agree with you. The Cowboys defense looks unbelievable. So, um, you couldn't talk your way out of that. Uh, like the 49ers, and uh, yeah, he can't get off the Chiefs either with Mahomes while he's still there. But uh, yeah, interesting start. But, yeah, I think it's thinning out pretty quickly, top rate, which it doesn't often do early in the season. No, sometimes there's a there's a traps as well when it starts thinning out early in the season. This kind of this is the time where it, it kind of scares me a little when it becomes a little too obvious. All right, we got the Rugby World Cup now. <laughs> this was interesting because can I tell you how many people are in Europe at the moment for the Rugby World Cup? It's insane. So what have we got? South Africa, 380. France, 4. New Zealand, 480. Ireland, 490. England, 11. And then it's take your pick from there. It was crazy. People everywhere in all black I'm jerseys. Tipping I'm tipping there's not many Australians over there. No, but there's heaps of Kiwis. Oh, well, yeah, it's crazy. That's right. They've got um, the All Blacks. Yeah. yeah. Australia are going ordinary. Uh, they got to play Wales, I think, in the uh, – on the weekend, must win game for them yeah. in a pick and match. So otherwise, they can uh, come home early. So big win, a uh, big uh, opportunity for Australia. Must win. Must win for do or die. But that's just the state of rugby union in this country. What can I say? And then we've got the one day international World Cup for the cricket. Here we go: India three ten, England four, Australia five, Pakistan seven, New Zealand nine twenty five, South Africa nine seventy five, and then take your pick for the rest. That's exciting. Yeah, starts October 5, so we just thought we'd get the odds up there um, with grand final show coming up next yep. week. So, yeah, there's uh, Australia play India in uh, three uh, one days in the lead up to this. So Ooh. you can see the betting there. So they'll have every match covered at Top Sports when it starts in two weeks' time. Oh, we love that cricket. Getting ready for the summer. Okay, now let's get into it. Thursday lines, time to do it. Proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family video. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with the bookie you can trust. Bet with Top Sport. Let's go straight to the footy AMG. Yeah, just direct correlation yep. now between the uh, the all up of yep. the two matches. So as you can see, uh, Collingwood Brisbane start favourites at home this week. So 240, 260, mm-hmm. and then you got out 550 to 750. So with the percentages, you're better off back in uh, most times with the uh, all ups of your teams yep. of choice there. But uh, yeah, happy uh, Lost Melbourne, but I'm still alive with the Brisbane ticket, so I'll be riding that home to the uh, MCG. <laughs> of course he will. And next Monday night we've got the Brownlow medal. This looks good, actually. Dacos, he's still short. Yeah, not too much has changed. I was just saying uh, before we started the show, the Brownlow's been a bit quiet, mm. really. Um, you know, what shapes up as one of the better counts going into it in, in quite a few years. It's uh, Yeah, it's taken a bit of backseat to the uh, the finals going on, but as you can see, no real changes. Dacos, still slight favourite there from... Uh, Bulldogs, Bonten Pally, um, Zach Butters at 580. He's a bit on the drift, Zach Butters. And I think uh, come game time on Monday night, I think Petrarca might replace him there as okay. the third pick. 
and then Lockie Neal, I can't have it twelve dollars. No. I think he's the obvious unders, and as you can see, gets right out. Yeah. I think there's only four chances, but I think Petrarca should be uh, in front of Butters. Uh, of yeah, I, I think it's a a really close count. It'll be uh, an exciting count. It'll be a, a high count early, and then it'll peter out. But yeah, I think uh, yeah. I, it's hard to pick a winner, and I think at the prices, uh, the value, I think I'd be on Petrarca. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't mind the uh, I don't mind the tie at the five dollars. I think you'll get a good run for your money late cool. with maybe a tie. But yeah, we'll have mm. uh, we've got betting options already posted out there, yep. and we'll uh, we'll do some more as we head into Monday. But yeah, one of the one of the very good events that I uh, like betting. I just wish the bookies would take a few more uh, <laughs> a bigger few more. size bets. Yep. But uh, anyway, maybe they'll. They'll shake off the restrictions uh, in the last 48 hours of betting. Well, yeah, hopefully. And obviously I think, you know, like it'll depend, maybe it'll depend on what happens with that Collingwood-Dacos combo um, as well, but you never know. It is a good night. I love it. Obviously it's a lot for the girls, something for the boys. Um, girls obviously with the fashion mm. and then you get to just sit back and relax and look at account and obviously the players let loose as well, so it's pretty good. And for the Stings, how'd you go last week? Over two. Um yeah, I thought Melbourne were obviously disappointing. Yeah. Kick poorly, very disappointing. And uh, well, Top Rope was talking about a bad beat for the uh, <laughs> the NFL, which uh, I did witness. Top Rope with the uh, <laughs> strange field goal, we'll call it. But uh, I tell you what, the uh, the over in the Giants Port game that we took, um, we took over one seventy three. Uh, at halftime, it was 101, and that was after having 11 straight behinds kicked by mm-hmm. both sides uh, mm-hmm. and still only needing uh, 32 points with almost the last quarter to go and still getting rolled. So mm. I'm going to put that right in the top three of the worst bad beats I've yeah. had this season. That was horrendous. Uh, on the back of having a good day at Flemington. So <laughs> really, it just shows the punt, the ebbs and flows, top ropes, punt. like catching waves in from the beach. You know, you get a good one and then you have to – Wait an hour for another one, but um, yeah. Anyway, no, so. good one to come in, MJ. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, yeah, very disappointing over two. And uh, geez, I tell you what, the back end of the season hasn't been kind to me. Uh, it had a good lead uh, around the buys, and uh, yeah, so we're going to have to uh, really knock the park out, uh, knock it out of the park for the um, the Brownlow. And if I can get Brisbane home, then uh, that'll recover some of the losses for the year. Here in your home, there. Here in your home. Okay, let's move straight to some premiership prices. Top rope. Yeah, two big favourites, uh, not surprising there considering how short each of them are this week. But you've got to think about the Panthers' value of that $2 work was. I, I, can, I can see that if the Panthers' Broncos were a final, obviously the Panthers are a giant favourite, but this is not going to be a 182 or picking the $182, 175 to 10 game. This is not, they're going to be at least four and a half point favourites. If they're not, they're going to be a chipsing job. So you've got to see that two dollars is a good bet. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, so what? What, what will they be? The first time in forty, first team in forty years to go three straight. Yep, first time in forty years to go three straight. And now they're not. I think they've one team over that time who's made four straight now. Five so they got scripted to them. Yeah, the storm. <laughs> <laughs> the poor storm. That was awful. Okay, and uh, so similar week as MG. Yeah, except my except the back end of, of the NRL uh, debacle has uh, has been a far longer run in. So. Yeah, uh, just just trying to get to uh, the international footy says all we can make our money back. <laughs> all right, let's go straight to first game of the AFL. MG Collingwood take on the GWS Collingwood a dollar fifty five GWS two forty five. The line is ten and a half over under one sixty six and a half. Yes, night. yeah, I know. There's a lot of hype about the Giants, and I'm not potting them. Um, really liked them last week against Port Adelaide, but 
I'm going to stick fat with the uh, the stats. They're two best sides for the year, uh, Collingwood and Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, finished one and two. Yeah. Uh, the week after Fresh off, Collingwood's only played one game in the last month. Um, Giants don't have a lot of injuries, but it's taxing to keep playing away mm. in finals. So even though their win was unbelievable, um, you know, and and the betting so far supports only moved from open 11 down to 10. So there has been a bit of money for the Giants. I don't think the betting's going to go anywhere. I think uh, – in these two teams, the Giants got very healthy. Their only slight query who's going to play is their Ruckman Briggs and Dacos will come in for Adam. Mm-hmm. So both very settled lineups. So I don't think the market will change too much. It's going to be good weather down in Melbourne and the totals moved up slightly from 165 to 167. I think that'll keep nudging up. I think won't get to 170, but I think that's where it's at least heading. In terms of the game, I'm going to stick with Collingwood. I think they've been overall the best side all year. They finished first, so... Uh, they've won 19 games for the year, and I just think the fresh at the MCG at home. Uh, there's 17 and two on the year playing at home, and 12 and three at the MCG. So, very dominant record, comfortable in big crowds. This maybe won't get to 90,000 with the Giants crowd. Yeah. I'm not so sure, uh, but it'll be dominant. And I just think, you know, I think the betting's not too far off. I'd only shade Collingwood, but I just think when it's all said and done, I think we'll look back and say the Giants had a great run. Uh, but at oh, the end of the day, season. the best yeah. the best side got the job done 100%. and into the grand final. So yep. if I was going to have a bet, I'd be shading Collingwood at the minus 10. I do think it's a chance that the bookies will push down a nine, so I wouldn't need to rush in. If you're going to back the Giants, I'd be backing them now. I don't think you're going to get any better than what you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're backing the total, I think I'd be shading the over. Again, if you want to back the over, I'd back now. If you're going to back the under, I'd wait closer to game time. I think you get best price. But, yeah, if I'm going to uh, – Give the tips. I'm going to go Collingwood the minus and I'm going to shade the over and I think uh, it'll be a Collingwood-Brisbane grand final. Oh, Collingwood-Brisbane there for MG. Okay, now, tomorrow night, a core stadium, Penrith Storm. Penrith, $1.18, the Storm, four ninety. The line is 12.5 over under 39.5. Top rope. Yeah, uh, there's been a big advocate for the Melbourne Storm over the last 15 years than me, but uh, even I'm jumping off from this week. Uh, they look like lambs to the slaughter this week. Oh. Everything is lining up for the Panthers here. It's very, very hard not to be not to want to take the minus in this one. Um, so be nice back for the Panthers. Drum Law back at five eight. I was at Tungo back in the centres. Uh, of course, no Papineau and Stilford, but the Storm uh, Melbourne just haven't been playing very well. At the end of the day, like they were, they were only four and a half point dogs against the Broncos. They were flogged. A ten and a half point favourite against the Roosters. They snuck home. Yeah, I'll. They get dry views back, which is a positive, but the numbers all on of a pair of years. They've done that lately. They won both games about 18 plus this year. They've won four of the last five, covered those four games, scored 26 plus in three of the last four. Melbourne have been held to 16 or fewer in five straight. So, uh, look at class here. Good spot for the Panthers. They're 15 and 9 against the Spurs, a double digit favourite. They've covered the thing with 16 and Adam G, the referee that suits them well. 15 and 22 against top three teams. Storm, out, out. They, do, they, they can do a job on teams below them below, but they've covered just six or 16 against top four teams. Five and eight against the spread of the G. They've covered just six of their last 15 as an underdog. It's got to be uh, with Panthers and, and pretty confidently too. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone agrees with that one there, which is a shame for the Storm, but, you know, rolling right along. MG, the big game, Saturday night at the Gabba. So we got Brisbane Lions, $1.33, Carlton, three thirty. The line is 19 and a half and the over under 166 and a half. 
Yes, I'm going to be unpopular with uh, with this view. I think your, your Carlton crew might not let me back into the uh, into the restaurant anytime soon. But this, uh, yeah, geez, it's hard, it's hard to go again when you've been uh, on Brisbane since the start of the season oh, yeah. and you're riding. But uh, couldn't help myself. You got to take the price when it's there. Um, very strange opening price here when uh, another bookie went up. Twelve and a half was the first market that was posted, which was. Uh, uh, lunacy. I'm not sure how they got that. Um, took it to 12 to 14 really quick. Sent out the pick at 14, and it's just uh, gradually gone up. So the main market over to 16 has gone to 19. Uh, I think this game will start with a two in front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, really keen on Brisbane. Mm-hmm. There's no pot on Carlton. Obviously, everybody, you know, the hype around them have won 11 over the last 12. They've done an amazing job to come where they're from. Um, they're played in big crowds, uh, and they've won some close games. Um, but, you know, they're, they're going up to a venue that this team just, oh, you yeah. know, this is the biggest home ground advantage in yep. AFL. Uh, undefeated this year, 12-0, 13-0 run, and they are four sides, uh, four goals better side at home, and they'll just be too much for Carlton. Yep. Um, a few other factors here. Even though they're 12-0, uh, 12-0 at the Gabba, uh, they've won four straight head-to-head, and they've won seven straight at the Gabba against Carlton. So mm. all the stats are lining up for it. As I said, I think, uh, you know, if you're just having a one-off bet, Brisbane are, are the one this weekend. Yeah. Um, I just think they'll get the job done. I think Carlton are banged up. They've got some real injury concerns, even though they get Mackay and Martin back, which will help them in their forward line. Um, around the mids is worrying me. Doherty's going to be carrying a shoulder in. Acres of collarbone and Cripps with his ribs are banged up. And, you know, I know injections will go in and stuff like that and that, they might survive the first uh, half, but mm-hmm. this team, Brisbane, at home, just run too hard for too long, and Carlton are going to have to score north of 80 points to be in this match, and they don't have that in them in the forward line. No. Brisbane are going to force this game uh, to 100 points, closer to 100 points to beat them. That's why I think the over totals will go here. It's already moved uh, up from 165 to 166. I think this will close closer to 170. Mm. Perfect weather expected. Uh, I think if Brisbane jump with them lead at quarter time, this could get ugly on Carlton's side of it. I yeah. think they've done a tre- tremendous job. I just think they're, they're coming up a, against a beast at home yeah. and I expect uh, they will win and it'll be a Brisbane-Collingwood grand final next week. Oh, I can't wait. And, now, like, and here we go. This is, The good thing here is that like you've got to think about it. For, for Queenslanders, two teams in the prelim finals, geez, the Queenslanders are going to be up and about. Like you have never – it is going to be an absolutely hectic weekend in Brisbane. Like if you go up there and, and you're a Carlton supporter, you're going to probably be booed. Like probably. I mean, I, I assume that. Um, but I was watching all the memes and like, you know, you've seen it. Everyone's like, oh, every year that um, Argentina's won a World Cup, Carlton's made the final. Like it's just ridiculous, like all the stuff they can come up with. But, yeah, I agree with you. I think going up there and having to play Brisbane, that's just going to be way too much for them. They'll be outclassed. And um, Saturday. Saturday night, this will be the big one, top rope, Broncos and the Warriors. The Broncos $1.26, the Warriors $3.90, the line $10.5, the over under $42.5. How can you beat them at Suncorp? Uh, oh, that can be better at Suncorp. All right, they've already come seven of their last day there at Suncorp. So um, not – well, oh, the, the, the Denver got bonker for the Broncos. They're not a better team, but – these two have a history of pretty close games in the last 12. Brock has six warriors, five one draw. Met once this year in Napier. Brock has snuck out of 26 22. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the Warriors here at the Clarks. So I'm, I'm a little concerned that they might have won their race last week. So it's not a, not a chips in job. But um, yeah, I, I, 
Both guys have a good record against top four teams. They're not dominant. Suncorp in terms of coming in the line. Warriors covered eight of the last 13 in Australia. So, yeah, don't, don't, don't mind the Warriors plus. The bet in this one for me is the over, though. The over, you hit 62.9% when teams are off a shutout, which the Broncos shutouts are out. So, from last start, eight and two of the Broncos off conceding 10 off your 12 and three, and the Warriors off scoring 30 plus. So, all lines up for the over in this one. Oh, over's there. Okay, thanks, Top Rope. This is going to be a great match. I can't wait for this weekend of footy. We've got some great racing, so we're all going to be glued to a TV, and obviously everything is found at topsport.com.au. Now, punters, if you do need the GGOA, that is $33 a week, and you can find that in the Little Birdie live TV shop. Likewise, with AMG and the AFL, we've got um, the Brownlow on Monday night, 25 a week in the Little Birdie live TV shop. All your footy betting action is at topsport.com.au. That is a wrap for this week. Can't wait to be back the next week where we'll have a Brownlow winner and obviously we'll know our grand finalist. Um, follow us on YouTube. Follow us on socials. We are Little Betty TV and we are on Twitter and Insta. Download our podcast every week you get your good podcast from. And uh, happy punting. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.